Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Time Alone. Thank you so much for being here. I don't really have a intro for today's episode as I usually don't. We kind of just jump right into what we'll be discussing. But just to give a little bit of background in the episode about reality creation and beliefs, I talked about this concept of the rejection response and I decided that I wanted to do a whole episode about what that actually is and what it means and how it influences the reality creation process. So with that said, we'll kind of just jump right into it. Now, we won't spend too much time going through the reality creation process because I've gone into the process in more depth in other episodes, but I want to quickly revisit the process so we can see how the rejection response fits into it all. So the first kind of step that launches this process or gets the cycle going is becoming aware of the fact that you have a desire. Now there are different ways that desire can come into your awareness. So whether that's through a point of tension with your current reality, so maybe there's something in your life that you're wanting to move away from and basically the contrast of a certain experience that you've had has caused you to desire the opposite of that thing or something that represents a change in that department or through witnessing someone else experience something that you desire and jealousy can be a really good kind of indicator of this and an indicator that you desire an aspect of their lived reality or through having received inspiration or witnessed something in yourself that you'd like to experience more of. And then from there, you start to create your vision for your desired reality and the version of you that is living your desired reality. In other words, your character. And you also begin to create the sensory experience of your desired reality. So what is the sensation or set of feelings or internal responses that you expect to feel when you're living in this reality? So you're using the powerful internal faculties and resources that you have at your disposal so your imagination your senses your energy to build out a reality around your desire and you're kind of putting together all of the pieces here so that the last thing to catch up is the physical manifestation of your desire you're also creating opportunities or openings which we also call portals in your life for your desire to flow to you kind of like having an address to send something you ordered online to you need somewhere for that to be received now, I believe that the ease through which this whole reality creation process can function is influenced by how open and receptive we are to three things. Having the desire, our belief that the desired reality is possible and available to us, and our willingness to experience the desired reality. Now, what I will say before moving on is that if you don't have a clear idea of what it is that you desire or your desired reality, I would recommend getting clear on that first, at least getting an idea of 
what it is that you're looking for and how that's different from your current reality. And of course, a really good place to begin to explore this and to begin to explore that reality creation process in more depth is going to be design your character, but also the manifestation clarity quiz takes you through all of the steps that I just mentioned. So then what is a rejection response and how does it fit into this process? Well, if being open to having the desire, believing that it's possible and our willingness to experience our desired reality helps it to flow into our experience, then it only makes sense that being closed off in any of these areas makes it more difficult. And I like to think of this as turning off or closing the valve, or to use another water visual, you're building up a dam so nothing can get through. Essentially, some or perhaps even a very significant aspect of your being, whether that's your mind, body, emotions, or energy, are saying no to your desired reality. But just because you're saying no doesn't mean the momentum of your desire stops, which I've experienced to manifest as a buildup of tension which starts to form because you have one part of you that really desires this change and the other part of you that is resisting it. You may also notice a more prominent rejection response in certain areas of your life. So in other words, more tension or resistance to your desires in a specific area of your life. So what I mean by that is you may find it particularly hard to create your desired reality in your relationships or in your career and finances. And really it can apply to any area of your life that you find that your rejection response is quite prominent. And then the reverse is also true in that you may experience less resistance to your desires. So a less prominent rejection response in certain areas of your life. So a good personal example of this would be when I was growing up and in my early 20s, I found the whole realm of relationships and that whole category quite difficult. I found it hard to get into a relationship. I found it hard to be in a relationship and I felt like the partners that I was in relationships with were not a good match or a good fit and then I would see these other people in my life who had such an easy time getting in and out of relationships and seemed to just be able to navigate that area of life so much easier. So it can even be a good exercise to just assess the big categories of your life so whether that's the relationship to yourself, your relationships to others, your work life, your health and well-being and kind of list out your categories, your prominent categories and then list out which ones you feel more resistance or tension and those are the ones that you most likely have the most rejection responses coming up and that's okay if you do because we're going to talk about that in a minute. Now the reason I mentioned this is because I personally think that focusing on one area of life at a time or maybe two is a lot more sustainable and it creates way less overwhelm than trying to kind of address everything at once but there are kind of two approaches on which category you choose to go with first. You can start in the area where you feel a little bit more open and that you feel comes a little bit more easily to you so for example relationships and then when you start there you can feel the success of the process in that area and then transfer it over to progressively more challenging areas where you experience more tension or resistance so for example 
in your career. Or you can start off the bat with an area where you feel more resistance and that is causing you more tension. That's kind of the approach that I gravitate towards because personally, I just like to address the biggest sources of tension in real time rather than letting it build up. And I also think this approach gives you huge potential for expansion, but at the same time, it can be defeating at times when you're dealing with a desire or an area of life where you have a lot of limiting beliefs or fear or programming, and that can be also overwhelming. But ultimately what's important here is that you become familiar with your rejection responses so that you can address them and move through them to experience what's on the other side. They're basically stories that we tell ourselves on a loop or even reactions that we have to things on a loop, sometimes even unknowingly. Stories and reactions that are born out of our experience, out of cultural, societal, religious, parental narratives, and that ultimately limit our experience and try to confine us to what's familiar, even if we're feeling a deep call to outgrow that. So how do we spot them so we can interrupt them and redirect our energy to open back up to our desired reality? So to do this, I want to revisit the three ways we can be open or close to our desired reality and where we can spot our rejection responses coming up. So the first is our openness to having the desire. Now, I will give a caveat here that, of course, when we're talking about being open to having a certain desire, we're talking about desires that do not harm anyone. So for various reasons, we may have a rejection response to even having the desire that we do. Let's say we have the desire to be in a loving partnership, but who we're attracted to is someone of the same sex, and we've been taught that this kind of relationship is unacceptable. Well, if that's the case, we may understandably resist the desire that we have in different ways. Another example would be desiring money and to be financially well-resourced, which we'll have a whole episode on shortly. But we've learned that to have this desire, for example, is selfish, greedy, morally wrong, etc., In both cases, when we deny ourselves in this way, we're using all our internal resources to say no to having the desire. So again, you can just think of that visual of the dam or, you know, just really suppressing something and pushing it down and trying to push it away. Often our rejection response here is rooted in things like shame, fear, guilt, or even sometimes moral superiority. The rejection response can manifest internally through negative self-talk, but also externally by heavily judging, criticizing, or even being hateful towards people who are expressing some aspect of our desire. I think it's really important to be aware of this, that we're not projecting onto other people our own rejection of our desire. It's kind of like saying, if I can't allow myself to experience this, then nobody else can. And Also, the reverse is true to be aware of when someone is projecting upon you, when they're being judgmental, critical, or even hateful towards you surrounding something perhaps that's related to a desire that they haven't themselves expressed. So how to spot this to notice both your internal and external narratives, thoughts, feelings surrounding your desire? Some questions you can ask are, what does having this desire mean about me? Is there any part of me that is closed off to having this desire? If so, why? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Is this desire important to me? Who will I be if this desire is realized? Who will I be if it's not? And then to consider, as I said, your outward experience. How do I respond to people who represent slash are experiencing this desire? What do I think of them? Do I feel expanded or contracted? Why? And then if you're using the design your character notion template, there are journal prompts in the self audit log that can help you to explore this further. So the second area we may encounter our rejection response is in our belief system, specifically in relation to that desire. And beliefs are super important because if we don't believe something is available to us, we're not going to move towards it. You're not going to order something you don't think is on the menu. It would seem like a waste of time, energy, and resources. So it's understandable. But beliefs are subjective, which means that they can be replaced with more expansive, supportive ones. This can be tricky to untangle because beliefs often represent the narratives that have been fed to us since our arrival into this reality and then reinforced by our culture, society, education, caretakers, religion, the media we consume, etc. It's kind of like if you were playing a video game by a certain set of rules your whole life and then being presented with an opportunity to play it differently. You're understandably going to feel resistance to that because it's what's familiar and you have so much experience and evidence of doing things in a certain way and following certain rules even if you're not enjoying playing the game at all. So rejection response in your belief system is often referred to as a limiting belief or a limiting narrative. So you have this image for your desired reality, but you don't actually believe that that's available for you to experience. So you've kind of come to the outer limits of your belief system. Internally, this may feel like doubt, frustration, anger, disappointment. And again, externally, you may project your limiting beliefs onto others. I find this one kind of funny to observe in the way people speak about themselves and reality or their future. We have this expansive creative world at our fingertips and we've been taught to narrow it down to such a limited view of what's possible for ourselves in the world. So an example of this, and you know, I also have plenty of personal examples because I certainly am not immune to limiting beliefs and limiting narratives. However, something interesting happened the other day where I was in conversation with a friend and she was talking about how she would love to 
be able to have a more flexible schedule in her career and do certain things that she's been wanting to do, but kind of said something along the lines of, well, I'll never have a job that will afford me that kind of freedom and I'll never be able to do that type of thing. So it's nice to think about it, but I'll just never have that. And you know, if you believe that, why would you start to seek something that would offer you that freedom? Why would you start to think creatively about what opportunities are available to you to seek the freedom that you want? I do think to some extent getting out of these limiting ways of thinking requires a bit of what would appear to be delusion in some cases, being able to have conviction in your desired reality and having a commitment in some regard to the unseen because maybe you've never seen proof of this type of reality that you're desiring. Basically what this requires of you is to continue to observe something in your physical reality that is undesirable but maintain that vision of your desired reality despite the way things may be currently. So you're thinking again with the end in mind. From my perspective, we don't evolve by just maintaining the status quo, especially when they're causing tension to you or other people. So the question becomes, how do we move through a rejection response when we told ourselves something is impossible for us? So when we're coming up against the outer limit of our belief system, how do we move through that? The way I see it, there are two ways of doing this, which can both be done in tandem. We often talk about unlearning your limiting beliefs. However, I think that there is also another way of doing it, which is to create a version of your desired reality that feels closer to your current reality. Something that you actually can start to believe, something that will just loosen your subconscious mind and start to get your mind on board. So ultimately, we want something that appeals to the rational, logical, linear mind, something that feels like a step rather than a jump. And it doesn't mean that you'll stop there, but it will give you that feeling again of success so that you can continue to open up incrementally. So seeing how expansive you can get with your desired reality without encountering a rejection response. An example of this would be, let's say you have an income goal for the month. And you feel that you want to unlearn your limiting beliefs and you want to believe that it's possible for you to make this really, really high goal for your income for that month. Well, if your response is to reject the idea that that could be possible for you, you probably aren't going to take any actionable, tangible steps towards that. So what you might do is still bearing in mind this income goal that you have, what is something that feels closer and available to you right now that your mind can open up to and stop constantly experiencing this rejection response. The other thing I briefly mentioned at the beginning, which is unlearning your limiting beliefs, can also help. And again, I think doing this in tandem with creating that version of your desired reality that's closer to you also really helps. So in terms of unlearning your limiting beliefs, for me, I found the most effective way to do this is to find examples of people that you can relate to that contradict a limiting belief that you have. So let's say your belief is that it's not possible to start your own business and be successful as someone who didn't grow up wealthy. Finding examples, and you will find examples, of people that you can relate to that 
represent success in this area and essentially contradict this limiting belief that you have. Also, surrounding yourself with people who support your desired reality and who are expanded in their beliefs or are working to unlearn their limiting beliefs as well. And again, there are a set of journal prompts in the self-audit log within the Design Your Character template to explore this further. And then the third area that we can encounter a rejection response to our desired reality is in our willingness to actually have the experience we say we desire. This is where we may come up against resistance to actually having the desired reality experience due to things like fear or feelings of unworthiness, low self-worth, or a feeling of having to give something up. So me, for example, I said I wanted a healthy, loving relationship, and I said I wanted this, and I desired this because up till that point, the relationships that I had experienced were did not feel that way. But interestingly, opportunities to experience that I would quite often reject because my self-worth wasn't at the level of feeling like I deserved it. And this would manifest as thinking that I just wasn't attracted to nice people. I'd start to pull away if someone was being open or communicative and just demonstrating interest. Another example is when I desired to have a social media platform, but as I was starting to grow, I noticed a lot of fear around being seen, around saying the wrong thing, and the rejection responses ultimately cause us to withdraw our energy and slow down the momentum towards our desired reality. Now, this is where I think the inner child work and the healing work can come into play to kind of turn down the volume on those fears we have or in healing our self-worth. Asking yourself honestly what it is that you fear. Sometimes we build up the fear so much in our head it becomes this big overwhelming thing but just asking what are you afraid of to that part of you that can help you to actually get specific and find a way to soothe those fears and anxieties rather than trying to suppress and ignore them. And again, there is a set of journal prompts to work through and design your character as well as actually in the manifestation quiz that can help with this. So that covers the three main ways our rejection responses can show up and some ways that we can move through them. And it's also important to mention that it may not be a one-time thing of, okay, I see this rejection response, I understand where it comes from, and I address it so I can move on. It's more of an expansion and contraction process. So the more you'll expand, you may encounter new rejection responses. And even when you thought you'd fully moved on from some, you may notice old ones coming up. It's almost like the rejection response is your travel companion that's always asking to go home, waiting for things to go even slightly awry and then using that as a means to try to convince you to give up or turn back. Almost like they're waiting to say, see, I told you this wouldn't work. Can we go home now? But you just need to remember that you're the one in control, not them or not that part of yourself. And if you can find those ways to soothe the anxiety, then it will make for a much more pleasant journey and there'll be a much more pleasant travel companion. So that is our episode for today. I hope that this provides a little bit more insight into what a rejection response is and how it can interfere with the reality creation process. And then, as I mentioned frequently throughout the episode, if you're using Design Your Character, the self-audit log is a really good place to explore this further. But you can certainly just do this in your own journaling process or self-reflection process, whatever sort of resonates with you. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope that you have a great rest of your day, and I will see you next week. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.